This is why you would you would definitely crack under pressure. No, I wouldn't. No, you just tried really hard. I give. I, I admit you gave it a good nothing. front. You gave it a good front, <laughs> but it was the instant just abhor- like I am offended by this accusation. That was that was kind of your giveaway. Yeah, well, I, I still so have, I admit to nothing. I did nothing wrong. <laughs> you did. All right, we're going to talk about this. Hello, everyone. This is Fun Employment Radio. I'm Greg Nibbler here with Sarah Stillen. Thank you so much for tuning in today, wherever and however you listen. It is so fantastic that you do so. Of course, we are live here five days a week on the Fun Employment Radio Network and available via podcast all over the internet, wherever podcasts can be found. I thank you for finding us. Um, as usual, a lot to cover. I want to remind everybody, you can go to funemploymentradio.com. Click on the Audible link. It's right there. If you want to sign up for a free trial, get a couple free audiobooks, and it's a way to support us. Um, if you have a website that you go to a lot that you would like us to, you're like, hey, you know what? If there was just one extra click I could do, I would just go through funemploymentradio.com if only they had the uh, the button on there. Let us know what it is. The magical button. What's your favorite store? We'll put it on there. You can click through us. That'd be awesome. Um, with Audible, I will say, and I'm not going to give any spoilers on it, I am a little bit further in now into Ready Player Two, listening to that. And how is it? Um, it's it's different. Is it just as heavy-handed as the first one? Certainly. Yes, there is that, but it's going in a direction I did not anticipate. Well, so that's a good thing, That right? is a good thing. Yeah. So far, yeah, I'm like, oh, I I didn't think that's what they would do with this. But uh, I, which is going to give me no spoilers. It's probably a terrible review because everybody's like, "Oh, cool, not going to tell us." Um, <laughs> but yeah, it's it's not. I will say it's not. Uh, they're definitely deviating from the original. Okay, from the first one. Okay, yeah. So far, it's 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 different. So. All right. Well, I mean, I definitely am going to listen to it at some point. So you have to mm-hmm. let me know uh, how it all turns out for yeah, you. Yeah, still at the beginning of it. I'll I'll let you know my opinion on. It. I know it's a divisive topic. Ready Player One, very divisive for a lot of people, whether they like it or not. But nonetheless, the second one is out. You can sign up and get a free audiobook of that. Okay, so we we do have other things to talk about, but we have to discuss. You know, we're live here, as I mentioned. We do the show live. Uh, every weekday, generally at uh, twelve thirty p.m. Pacific, and we're a little late today because what of something that happened here at the house? No, we're at it's my your house. house. Um, if, of reference, it's uh, Monday, December seventh, twenty twenty, the year of our apocalypse. Oh, we gotta pay rent. Um, so that's what day it is. If you have to pay rent out there, don't forget it's December seventh already. Uh, so. We're here, and we're getting ready. I had everything set up to go live because we broadcast on video for members of the Supporters Club. We've got a live stream of audio, and then, you know, naturally, we're connected to the internet. There's a lot of things connected to the internet here because everybody works from home. And (laughs) there's uh, the router for my house is in my living room where it can then more adequately reach the rest of the house. So it's strategically placed there. It's plugged in. Here's where the mystery is, and I want to lay this out for everybody to see what you think it of this. It is quite the mystery. We haven't figured it out yet. And uh, I was in here in the spare bedroom studio. Sarah was <laughs> in my living room working on show topics, I'm assuming, or whatever it is you were working on yes. and watching Dawson's Creek, which screws up my Netflix, but thanks. So you've got um, that Actually, going... it's my Netflix. I knew you would go there. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think there's a few things that uh, we have a good trade going. So I know that's why I, I don't that rock works the boat. But I'm well. saying, like, credit where credits due. That's my Netflix. Yes, but it's my account that's all screwed up. <laughs> well, now no, because I'm always nice to like not watch it on your account. But now I'm totally going to just start watching Dawson's Creek on your account. <sighs> First world problems, but <laughs> but these are these are living from home problems. I also had because I have a Disney Plus account, and you know I don't. I don't know a lot of people with kids who want to who need something like that, and and uh, Sarah was like, "Oh, well, 
because her sister has two kids. I'm like, well, they can just use it. I mean, I'm paying for it. No, that was I'm going to watch The Mandalorian. I'm yeah. not watching any of the Disney content. But then they, I went on there and I'm just like, it's all like little Cinderella problems. princess <laughs> movies on my account. I'm like, what? Cinderella or I don't know, Frozen. All these There's things. a lot of Frozen. A lot of Frozen. I'm like, what is, what is, what is this? And it's because it's your four-year-old niece has destroyed my timeline on there, Maya. I know. And then Greg is like not confrontational. So he hasn't said anything to them specifically, but he's passive. Because it's a huge issue for (laughs) me. Because so he's passively aggressively like set up their own accounts. I did. (laughs) Just so they would like be gently guided to go into their own. Because I'm like, oh, when did like Eloise and and Heather make their own accounts? He's like, "Uh, I did it. (laughs) Which is pretty funny. Yeah. So That's I, a way to solve the problem without having to talk about solve it. Solve the issue. Uh, so <laughs> you should hear Greg every week when it comes to the Lord. I do not. It's hilarious because he'll be like, "So help me God, if Michael has started watching the Mandalorian on my account." It is fake outrage, by the way, <laughs> but it is funny. <laughs> but it is. It's a tense few moments when Greg is trying to figure out if, oh no, did he? I didn't want to it? click play and have it jump in like 15 minutes into the new episode of the Mandalorian because I wasn't paying attention. Yeah, it's like continue watching. I'm like, oh no, it's 15 minutes in. So everybody's got their own profiles now. Um, <laughs> back to the main concern here, though. So I don't know how we got on this, but anyway, we're we're getting ready to the show. This is where the mystery is afoot, and I'm in here. I've got everything all set up. Everything's running. Everything's connected to where it needs to be connected. We're all ready to go. Oh, so you're the one you're, you're painting yourself to sound like just hundred percent. Tell me ready what to go was business. Tell me what was false in anything that I've just stated so far. Um, you didn't fallacies. have the light turned on. I had to turn on the light when I came in. Fair enough. I didn't have the light turned on. Mm-hmm. But everything else that I stated was... You didn't have the memory correct. card. I had to go and get that. That was your job with the memory card. That's not my job. We've got our jobs. That one's not mine. Uh, okay. So anyway, ready to go. All of a sudden, I'm sitting here chatting with people who are members of the Supporters Club all in. We're having a great time. We're just... Zinging back and forth, and then there's a zing. Boom! Tragedy strikes. Internet. Bam! It's off of my computer. I'm like, oh wait, well it's a new computer. It's been acting a little bit weird. Maybe there's some settings wrong. No, it's off. <gasps> Broadcast computer for the video. Down after it was already connected and I set up. No, it's. audio computer i continue looking to my right as i'm scanning the room at the computer saying no no this can't be sweat dripping down this can't be happening this can't be happening no this has just got to be a mistake boom audio computer down oh my god like that disconnected i know i felt the same i was like what is going on disconnected from the world from the world what could it be you got to go through the things in your head you know once you go through like this the seven stages or whatever you know i go through grief I'm upset. I'm mad. And then I'm just de- like... some denial. Then I get yeah, denial. It's like, no, that's not true. That's not true. We're not down. And then uh, finally, you know, I come I come to the realization. I come to the... What is it? You like... Uh, the acceptance. Acceptance, yes. yes. Mm-hmm. I'm like, how could this happen? My billing is automatic, so I know that I've paid my bill. Well, that's good. Um, so I know that's not, the, that's not what's going on. Hmm. So that can't be it. It's perplexing. Now, on top of that, I'm like... Is it possible, you know, I'm in here in the, the main room where it runs through, like, could I have done something? Probably not. Because of the fact that I was sitting here and everything was working. So I know that I didn't bump anything, nothing 
Come on, plug. But do Could you know for a, sure? a massive internet outage in this area that I mean, suddenly limbs, struck the house right at the point of where your limbs are a little flaily. On. Sometimes you can like dislodge things. You might have unplugged something accidentally. Could there be a massive outage? Is this something that's happening? Is there have the aliens arrived? Is there some kind of cyber attack on the country, or? Is it the fact that my router's in the living room? Mm, weird. And Sarah X. Dillon was just happened to be in there. Well, I mean, plugged in to the same power strip was I that though? it is on with her computer. Coincidentally enough, let me just put the pieces together here so everybody at home can place place the facts where they may be. But these, well, I mean, these are the facts. But uh, come to your own own uh, conclusions. At the same time that Sarah got up, the exact precise moment. Happened to be exactly when the internet went out. What? Now, what a strange coincidence. Going through my situation where I'm trying to determine what's going on, I ask Sarah, Sarah! Sarah! Oh, Sarah! The internet is down. Is it possible that you have unplugged the router which sat right next to you, plugged into the same power strip where your computer was? And the response, a vehement... Loud, combative denial. No, not combative. Combative. I was just I very dare say displeased it was with the tone that you it used. It was combative. It was not combative. It was assertive. It was not just it defensive. Was, how it was How dare offensive. you, sir, even try to imply that I have participated in any kind of wrongdoing? Yes. And this denial... As I'm going through the facts, where the conclusions it's not a denial if I don't have anything to do with it. I'm not denying anything. I'm just simply stating that I did nothing wrong. And yet, here is where all the evidence lines up. Because I went out there after listening to the denial. This this vociferous, like very confident and attacking argument to me about how dare I make this 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 assertion. Got there. What did I find? I found that the router what? was partially unplugged. That's strange. Now, must have, you know what there could have been? I mean, it is 2020. Tell there me what have, it could have been. I think that it could have been probably because I think that I read about these happening on the West Coast. There's some like mild tremors, some like mild, like smaller earthquakes. Yes. And what I think could have happened is there could have been a mild, small earthquake and it could have jostled the the cord loose it is your conclusion that there was a an earthquake that happened affecting no other part of the house or room except for the power strip it just jostled it where the router was plugged in it was jostled it was jostled out of the socket that's, it popped out that's the conclusion i've come to yet nothing else popped out well, Nothing I mean, else did. I think that it was probably your irresponsible plugging in of the cord you probably had a little loosey-goosey in there you didn't quite plug it in all the way. So I think that with the small earthquake that happened, that it had jostled it. It had jostled it because it was not plugged in properly. Properly. Yes. That's that's what it was. Even though it has been plugged in properly for the entire time it's been plugged in. This Until not the minor earthquake. Until a minor earthquake. So this is your this is one theory. I mean that could be explored. It's I, I think it should be. Because I mean that that is a real issue, you know. As as we know, we're all counting down for the big one. So I mean, we need to just kind of take this as a warning, you know, nod, just like, hey, so just be careful. Yes. Make sure everything is plugged in properly. This, the logic behind this mm-hmm. is very hard to dispute. 
yes. when it comes down to it. Now I'm seeing some commentary in the uh, in the live chat, and let me just bring this up so that we can you know kind of knock down some of the theories. Sure. John the Kiwi Let's says I blame walls. Frank. Frank being my <gasps> robot vacuum. Oh my God, you are so right. Frank has not been active today. You don't know that. Frank I do is know always that creeping around. Because I put Frank on pause today because of the fact that he normally, 6 a.m. is his time, but I was in the living room working, and I put Frank on pause this morning, so he wasn't going around. Ergo, it could not be Frank. Mm. Frank has been asleep all day. He also has pine needles that he should be eating. That's so. what he's going to be doing later on today. Mm. I wanted to enjoy watching him eat the pine needles. I kind of want to watch him eat the pine needles. Too. So I wanted to put it on hold until I could... Be a little bit more relaxed later can on today please, and not working. Please watch him eat the pine needles. Yes, because this is the point of excitement in my life right now is I want to see Frank eat the pine needles from the Christmas tree that we'll talk about in a little bit. Greg, I am Going asking you there. if I can join you to watch Frank eat the pine needles from the Christmas tree in your living room. That is also how bored I am. Maybe I'll send you an invite online except for the fact <laughs> that I won't have internet because of all the earthquakes. So, Frank, you gotta no. be wary. Yes. Vicky, let's approach this as another way. Vicky says maybe it was Ollie. Ollie the dog. Now, Ollie is clumsy. Ollie knocks things over all the Ollie time. Is quite all of floppy. these things are true. Absolutely, he could do that. However, this is out of reach from Ollie. Ollie cannot get no, back. No, nothing's out of reach from that tail of his. Ollie was not was not at fault at this. How do you know for sure? Because I, there are plenty of things I can blame Ollie for. There is no way that Ollie was back there next to that spot. One, because you would have blocked it. You were next to it. Incorrect. Incorrect. Then either you were complicit with Ollie. There was space next to the coffee table for Ollie to side saddle his way in there. Let me me ask you this then. Are you saying on the record, in all truthfulness, is that what happened? I don't know. I don't know. I'm still banking on the earthquakes. But Ollie did actually come next to me a few times to say hello. But I, I, I cannot say whether or whether or not it was A mere Ollie. foot away from you, you wouldn't have seen if this had happened. I mean, I was busy at work, Greg. I don't know, like, how you concentrate, but, you know, I don't pay attention to things around me when I'm trying to focus on getting my job done. Okay. You got to get the job done. All right. Um, I'm going to say that that's no, and I find it uh, reprehensible that you would put the blame on an innocent dog like Ollie. I do not think Ollie had this. I think uh, we did be- have a. Uh, we've got some more detective work that's going on here. Uh, John the Kiwi says, uh, "Sorry, no earthquakes detected in Oregon since Friday." Oh, this says is something- John says. What John the Kiwi? Let's throw out some of these theories. Frank, no way. Don't even know he his real sleeping. name. I want to know his real name and know his science degree. Ollie did not do this. Ollie, the chances of Ollie reaching in there and doing this and going unnoticed by you, minimal to none. And uh, Ollie is no constantly knocking things over or he eating things. He has never things. knocked over the internet. You don't know that for sure. I do know that. But do you? You're not home all the time. Yes, I am. <laughs> yes, I am. I've been home all the time for eight months. Yes. No, I'm, I'm here all the time. All right. Well, if technically there have not been any earthquakes that have been there, I think, you know, a lot of times, sometimes the house shakes Nine with a big months. truck. I don't know what date it is. Nine months. It's yes, I've been months. here every day. Pretty much for nine months. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, it could be like a big truck rumbling by. That happens sometimes. That shakes the foundation a little bit. I could go and take a look at my ring camera and t- double check because a, a large truck would have set that off. You know what didn't go off? My ring camera. Your ring camera goes off all the time. And, it, and yet it didn't mm-hmm. this time, did it? Because there was no big truck. 
that you know of. It detects big trucks. If there's a large vehicle, it will detect it. Large enough to shake the ground, mind you. Mm-hmm. If there's a tank rolling by, it would it would let me know that there was a tank out there. Mm, I don't know for sure. A localized always, earthquake. You are from also large always forgetting to put your ring thing out and put the batteries in. Like you always forget to put it out front. But it is out front and it is charged because I charged it. I actually <laughs> replaced the battery this last very last weekend in the one in the driveway even. Wow. Brand exciting. new fresh batteries capturing everything. They see everything. Well, I will say I did feel like I, I felt a small jostle when I was out there. So maybe it was like more of a you know centered underneath your living room area kind of earth, you know, slight quake. Yes. Mm-hmm. And yet not felt a mere 10 feet away, really, through a, through a wall. Mm-hmm. Nonetheless, I'm sitting probably about 10 feet away from where you were. Yeah. Yes. This is your theory now. It was a localized earthquake that knocked it out. Specifically localized, yes. Okay. Highly. So anyway, yeah, I'm sorry that happened to you. I mean, you should be, you know, make sure you plug things in better. (sighs) Very well. This is the story you're going to stick with rather than just admit. I will never admit anything. (laughs) You unplugged it (laughs) when unplugging your computer that you... That jostled it yourself. That doesn't even make sense. And then quickly tried to. Uh, here's what I posture. That does not. You even, went. You, like, what are you speaking? Like, you are you speaking actual words right now? You're not making. Went any to unplug sense. your laptop, not looking. Unplugged the internet. Unplugged the power cable to the internet, mm-hmm. and then quickly and sloppily tried to put it back in to make sure that thinking that oh, if I quickly plug it back in, the internet won't go out. This is how I'm picturing okay, this. Okay, you know what I'm thinking? This I'm is thinking the reenactment. That you're trying to paint. No, you're trying to paint a picture to where I entrap myself by saying Let that me just I ask did you this. Re- remove the cord and then had to put it back. If I, if that would have been the is case, isn't that what you did though? No, that is not isn't what, that I what did you did because I was not responsible for that. <sighs> Let me just put this to the to the jury. I'm imagining you in there working, trying to find your world of crazy, watching your Dawson's Creek. I was. I just am starting season three. Yes. It has uh, Jessica Wakefield from uh, Sweet Valley High in okay. it. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, also, they couldn't get the rights to the um, the theme song. So it's some weird, shitty like song that every episode starts the with. The other song was weird and shitty as well. <laughs> so, I mean, this really doesn't... I don't want to wait. <laughs> oh, God. Please don't. Please don't. I will never watch that show. Uh Okay. You're watching it. You reach over. It's a very clearly you're emotionally involved with Jessica Wakefield being in there. Mm-hmm. Reach over to unplug it. Because you're getting ready to go in. You continue without even looking over. You continue trying to work online. You notice, huh, the internet's out. <gasps> Dawson's Creek stopped playing. What's Greg saying in the other room? Oh, no. Panic sets None of in. That uh, why? Why would, uh, before you even solve anything, instantly, I did not. How dare you accuse me or ask me of unplugging something? As you're even in the act of denial, you're sitting there trying to plug it back in really mm. quick, thinking, oh, if I plug it back in really fast, somehow, in your logic, the internet would come magically back on and it would all solve itself right there. I feel like you're now, talking a lot for somebody who claims that they're not involved in this at all. I feel like somebody's saying way too many words and trying to put the blame on someone else way too aggressively to not have been involved. 
how would I be involved? I think you're the one that's making a big deal out of it. It's like, you know, the person who who usually is responsible for something is the one that points it out in the first place. I was here in this room responsible for getting our show in the air. Responsible for broadcasting and making sure that this goes out to people. Our very business model of getting this show out to people, that's what I was responsible for. That's where I was. And yet, there you go. All right. Well, I am sorry that you weren't able to solve this. Hopefully someday. You just need to be more careful when you're plugging in something. Like, make sure. I know it can be kind of a difficult task, but just make sure that you put the plug all the way into the socket. I'm getting cameras from every room of this house from now on. That's not creepy. This whole thing's getting camered up. All right. Anyway, going back to what we were going to talk about on the show. Um what were we going to talk about? I mentioned I the pine needles. Did get a list. Christmas tree. Did we get a Christmas did get a Christmas tree. Uh, so we went and got one. Although it's we now, like you've just pretty much decided that it's. It is. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, we talked about that. I know. Um, Wait, so is it just your Christmas tree? No, 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 no. Wow, Greg. What was the point of that? Am I not allowed to be excited about the Christmas tree? You are allowed tree? to be excited about the Christmas tree. <laughs> Jesus. All right, so Greg got a Christmas tree no, that I get to look at. It's my community living room. Um, <laughs> it is your community living room. <laughs> that's what I'm talking about. So, yes, did get a Christmas tree. And um, it does look pretty It is. Pretty it's good. pretty magical. We got a yeah. – uh, or excuse me, Greg got a Douglas fir, and it smells really nice. And then uh, Greg allowed me to buy some Christmas lights. I was allowed to put some lights on Greg's Christmas tree. You're welcome. Yeah, so uh, that was that was nice. Uh, Greg's tree also has a stand that I got from my buy nothing group on on the Facebook, which I was very excited about. We talked about that last week. The only thing I've ever won on that. And uh, yes, yeah. So Greg, I'm super excited that you were able to get your very own Christmas tree. You don't have to share with anybody else. Thank you. Uh, yes, we did get one, and um, I want to just give a quick shout out to you because of where we went and got it. <laughs> Which. Sarah's. Now you're just trying to find something else to turn around here. So uh, we got it from Troop 351, uh, Scouts, Scout Troop 351, which is our friend Jay. And uh, he, he, he helps organize this every mm. year for their Christmas tree lot, the 40th year of the Christmas tree lot. I don't think Jay has been there for all 40 years. But I don't know. He's pretty old. He could have been there for all 40 years, for all I know. <laughs> I think he was a founding member. <laughs> <laughs> he could be, but he's there, been there for a long time. And uh, and yeah, it was great. We went down there and and picked it up. They've got, I mean, everybody's following the COVID restrictions. There's masks. There's contactless options. You could just order it and too. Just pick it up. Yeah, just pick it up. Um, and it's on 45th and Powell here in Southeast Portland. So great cause. They're fantastic. This is basically and, how the troop raises their money. Yeah, you know, for the entire year to be able to do you know their activities and and they do all kinds of great stuff for the community. Plus, let me tell you. Going to the tree lot, they have two magical machines that are there. There's one that is like a tree shaker where you can take your tree and it shakes away all of the um, – like the kids loved it. I was watching some of the kids. They're fascinated by this. You stick it in the tree in this thing and it just like shakes around and gets rid of all the loose debris. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Which is kind of hilarious. And then they also have one of the tree wrapper thingies where you put it through like this donut. It's a technical term. Yeah, this donut-shaped thing and then it wraps it all up and so it makes it like all nice and – Wrapped to go in your car. It was pretty cool. It was pretty cool. And there was a giant tree with googly eyes and wearing a face mask. All of these things are true. Mm-hmm. And they are they are great. So 45th and Powell. And thank you very much. Um, yeah, they're, they're Oh, Greg, awesome. also, I, I watered your tree today, too, already. Thank you. It had already drank all the water from yesterday. 
It did? Okay, mm-hmm. yeah, it's going to dry out quick. Yeah, yeah, we need to keep water in there. Yeah, Jay said that the, that uh, Douglas firs take a lot of water. Okay. So we got to remember that. You better remember that. I'm sorry. Thank you. You're welcome. Thank you very much. Um, <laughs> so yes, got a tree. Um, yeah, it's it's great. Yeah, I'm, it's beautiful. I'll it take really a picture is. of it. But don't worry, Greg. I won't post on any of our mutual stuff. Thank you. I'll just send it to you so you can post it. I appreciate that. I gotta get out some of the ornaments. We've had people send us some great ornaments over the years. You know what I have at my house that I can bring over for it? Uh, I have a my. I got it at Christmas like a year ago. I have a Bremerton Fairy Christmas tree ornament. <laughs> it's amazing. So many comments I can make about that. <laughs> oh, hello, my friends. It smells like meth. What? By the Bremerton Ferry? I have been down by the Bremerton Ferry. It's all it fancy is, now. It is not fancy down they there. They fancied it. When's the last time you went on the ferry? It's like a super huge complex with like all sorts of... like. Fancy Starbucks and the Bremerton, yeah. By the ferry, yeah. It's all like classy and shit now. They cleaned it up, well, except for the drift in, <laughs> which hopefully makes it through the pandemic. I guess that's because... what I was thinking, but I'm pretty sure I've seen somebody stabbed there. Like <laughs> that's most likely. All right, hello, my friends. My name is Sarah Dylan. Welcome. What happened to my drift in shirt? I find that. Uh, anyway, welcome. To my world of crazy. Crazy. All right, speaking of worlds, the world's first commercially printed Christmas card is now on sale for your collector's item for a meager $25,000. It was the first commercially printed Christmas card. It's instead of handwritten ones. Okay. So it was originally marketed (laughs) back in 18... I mean, it's just... (laughs) All right. It was marketed back in 1843. It's being sold through a Boston-based book dealer for $25,000. Is this just something that they kind of made up this price, or...? No, I think, like, books and, like, you know, rare stationary things uh, go for a pretty penny. Like, people, they're collector's items. So the card was created by Henry Cole, John Calcott Horsley... And Joseph Cundall, the same year that Charles Dickens' A Christmas Carol was first published, on the card it shows a large family, including a young girl, gathered around a table, drinking glasses of wine. Oh, yes, that's our young children drinking. Yeah, it's like the card was controversial at the time, um, because people decried the depiction of alcohol being consumed by a child. Uh, So about a thousand of the copies of the card were originally produced, and around 30 are known to still exist. Uh, so the one being sold through the Boston-based book, uh, book dealer is known as one of the finest copies still in circulation. The card went on sale with an asking price of $25,000. That's ridiculous. That is ridiculous. So that's one thing that you could get somebody for Christmas. $25,000 Christmas card from like 1840-something? 1843, yes. From London. Here's another thing you can get. Because Drake is selling scented candles that smell like... Drake. Ew, he is selling candles that he says smell like gross. himself. So he's released a scent of a line of scented candles, one of which is actually called "Actually Smells Like Drake." And, and so the company he's teamed up with on the scent. So this is an eighty-dollar candle. An eighty-dollar candle. I mean, separate idiots from their money. Whatever you want to do. Uh, it yeah. Makes a smooth musk fragrance. Gross. Gross. A smooth musk fragrance is <laughs> introspective. 
Drake's oh god as in an interpretation of your beautiful self yet extroverted as to how you'd want others to see your bold and brilliant self wow what a wanky piece of Oh, it's Drake. Yet. I mean, the smell of the Campbell. Oh, as, okay, so it's about as big an ego as you can get. Maybe not Kanye big, but the about one. That big. The, I'm sorry. So the actual specific name of the candle that Drake is selling that he says smells like himself is called Carby Musk. Musk <laughs> is such an uncomfortable. Yeah, it really word. is. I don't and like it, especially when spoken about as far as people. Uh, so it's called. I don't know why it's called Carby, but it's Carby Musk, and it's described as featuring notes of musk. Stop saying musk. <laughs> Musky musk. Ambers, cashmere, suede, and velvet. Does velvet have a smell? I, I mean... Greg, I need you to participate. Velvet, I'm me. trying to... No. Velvet doesn't really have a smell. All right. It says, actually, it does smell like Drake. It's the personal fragrance that he wears. Oh, wow. To make himself even more douchey, Drake suggests playing the Drake album that inspires you. <laughs> for the first time that you light one. For example, Midnight Live in Eugene. Wait, Drake hasn't live from Eugene? Live in Eugene. I don't know. What? I don't know anything about Drake, Greg, and you're not helping me. No, well, I'm trying to figure out, did, did Drake ha- does Drake have an album about Eugene, Oregon? I, that seems very strange I don't to me. know. All right, so the soy wax... I'm sorry, what what commentary do you want me to give on I need Drake's you to just musk participate, that I'm just please. clearly not... Uh, all right, so yeah, so Drake wants you to light one of his $80 candles, smelling him, and listening to his album. Well, the soy wax blend includes a marker to personalize the jar. However, you might have to wait for a little bit because they have already sold out. Mm-hmm. So this is, uh, Drake has his own candle fragrance company called Drake's Better World Fragrance House line. It includes five different smells, the four other fragrances. Fragrances are called Sweeter Tings, Williamsburg Sleepover, Good Thoughts, and Muskoka. Muskoka? And then again, and then Is the that how you that, say that? I don't know. Why are you asking me? You know I don't know. Oh, so it's a band called Midnight. And they have a live in Eugene concert. Okay, I gotta dig into that. This is really confusing me. Okay, well I'm really glad that you're researching that in real time while I'm talking. Well, it's perplexing. I'm perplexed. Yes. I was unaware of this. Everybody can write in and tell me about what a fool I am for not knowing. You are a fool. Why are you such a fool? All right. Got a story out of Kazakhstan. Okay. A bodybuilder and self-proclaimed what he calls himself to be a sexy maniac from Kazakhstan has tied the knot with his true love. Is it a tree? It's a synthetic sex doll. Oh, okay. In a stunning ceremony, celebrating celebrating the company's uh, the couple's eighteen month courtship. This man's name is Yuri. World of crazy is gross today. (laughs) You're gross. (laughs) Uh, Yuri Tolachko. We'll just go with Yuri. uh, Married his sex doll fiance Margot. After months of delays caused by the pandemic. I don't pandemic. know what you're supposed to call a sex doll, but Margot seems like an odd <laughs> it name. It's a really weird sex doll name. Uh, so after Gladys. months of delays caused by the pandemic and a conventional wedding ceremony capped off by the romantic first dance where he drags her rubbery legs around. 
Uh, well, decked out in a smart black dinner suit and bow tie, the groom was all smiles on his big wedding day, which was posted to Instagram as he danced with his stunning bride, Margot the sex doll, in her lacy white gown. <laughs> I want to see pictures of this, but I also don't want to. I also don't want to Google Margot the sex doll. Uh, Margot and bodybuilder. What movie don't you mean? Uh, so sharing footage of his beautiful, no, unusual <laughs> celebration on Instagram, the actor wrote, It's happened to be continued. In the social media video, uh, more than his uh, his 140,000 followers across both their accounts. Okay, so he runs one for himself. She's got an account, too. And one for Margot the sex doll. Okay. Uh, Yuri slipped a ring onto Margot's rubbery, beautiful finger. Gross. Stop singing like that. <laughs> before the couple shares a tender kiss in front of their delighted wedding guests. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I love my friends, and if one of them like, legit wanted to get married to a sex doll, I guess I'd support that. I mean, make fun of them. Yeah, I'm Greg, sure. are you just busy Googling I'm trying to find pictures to Stop, you're like frantically chat. over there typing. <laughs> I'm sorry, the pictures are so funny. All right, so last May, Yuri had uh, publicly announced his intentions to marry Margot the sex doll, claiming they were ready to take their relationship to the next stage. Uh, so the report is that they've been together for 18 months. Yuri treats uh, his new well, his new bride like a real-life woman. He says Margot has a fiery personality. Does she now? Oh, wow, I guess she talks to him. He said, uh, so this is crazy. Okay, it's, I didn't realize it was going this way. Well, I mean, she swears we a lot, go? but there is a tender soul She inside. swears a lot. Okay. Margot shares details of their raunchy relationship Gross. on her own Instagram page, including the sexy plans for their big day. That's so gross. Other pictures on the page show their romantic lifestyle with them enjoying sunny holidays together and bubble baths. There's a lot of pictures online. There are, a, I mean, this guy takes a lot of photos. Uh, her captions have hashtags including hashtag ideal relationship, hashtag true love, true love, and hashtag happy wife, happy life. Well, <laughs> Yuri claims to have met, uh, first met Margot at a nightclub where he rescued her for, from some unwanted attention. What? I don't know, someone was dragging around a sex doll at a nightclub? I don't know. <laughs> you get your hands off of her. So, anyway, if you want to... <laughs> Treat her with respect. If you want to be like Greg, <laughs> just frantically go and go to find out what they look like. I mean, like. there's a lot... <laughs> there's a lot of pictures. <laughs> All right, and I do have one more story, and I want to thank everybody on the planet oh, who has man. sent I mean, this yes, to me. whatever, you know, whatever makes people happy. Whatever... It is. You know what? You it's know? a lonely time. And honestly, it, it like... It is. This sounds like this has been going on for years, though. Yeah. I mean, I don't think this is his first sex doll true love. No, but seriously, I mean, I'm, I said... Does Margot know about that? I paint animals and I watch Dawson's Creek, like, and that makes me happy. So that's... You do whatever so makes... So basically, you're marrying a sex doll. That's what you're saying. Wait, what? You're equating those two as being... No, I'm same. just saying everyone needs to find their happy, and if... You know, him, between him and Margo, and they have, you know, it seems like they make other people happy with 140,000 followers. <laughs> I mean, good for them. By the way, follow uh, us, Fun Employment Radio. Follow Two Box Media, TWO Box Media. Please do. We that would be have, delightful. I don't have pictures of sex dolls on there, but maybe that's what we need. Two Box Media. We don't have pictures of sex dolls. <laughs> Just going <laughs> to spoilers. That's a new tagline. Oh, I do have a picture of us with the, um, uh, with your Christmas tree. Oh, yes. Up on our Instagram account. 
Oh, good. Yeah, at Fun Employment Radio. Sorry that I posted a picture of your tree without permission. You literally at the beginning of this said you weren't going to do that, but okay. <laughs> All right, finally, thank you to everybody who thought of me and has sent this to me. I have heard from people that I haven't spoken to in years who have sent me this story, so I'm very glad that these two things together make everyone think about me. Fast food brand Kentucky Fried Chicken and Lifetime, which make the best movies in the world, have now announced that they are banding together to make a mini Lifetime movie called A Recipe for Seduction, which is a short film based on the life of Colonel Harlan Sanders, a.k.a. Colonel Sanders from Kentucky Fried Chicken, and it will be played by Mario Lopez. <laughs> well, a trailer for the film you can find online uh, looks exactly like if you've ever wondered, if you've never seen a Lifetime movie and you want to know how ridiculous they are, like this actually, and it might be, but this actually could be a real movie. Like this is exactly what Lifetime movies are like. Are they doing a real movie? Because I saw the so trailer. It says they're doing a mini movie because I don't know if they had initially intended to at first, but I think now they're doing it. So it was a trailer for the film, which is a genius commercial. So it debuts. It, re- it really is. It debuts actually. this next it's Sunday. It's pretty funny. At 12 p.m. Eastern time on Lifetime. So, ooh, so that's uh, 9 p.m. Pacific time, everybody. When is this? Uh, next Sunday. I'll watch that. At 9 p.m. Yeah. Yes, we're watching that. Uh, so uh, the trailer shows uh, Mario Lopez playing a sexy version <laughs> of the famed mascot. Who runs afoul of nefarious high-class elitists who want to steal his Kentucky Fried Chicken recipe. Well, in a press release announcing the project, KFC describes a recipe for seduction as filled with mystery, suspense, deception, foul play. And at the heart of it all, love and fried chicken. Oh, so the so the executive again. This guy's a genius because Greg and I were actually talking about this earlier. KFC has some pretty fantastic like commercials. They do. Well, like, they're, they do their a, marketing in general. Their marketing is amazing. They had the the game, the love connection game. It was like a matchmaking game where you play as Colonel Sanders trying to match up with people. Oh, I didn't even know that. Yeah, that came out like a couple <laughs> years ago, a year ago or so. They've got yeah, they've got a ton of things. Oh right, yeah, so the marketing, uh, the head of the, the head of uh, ad sales and marketing for. Lifetime says, we know what audiences love about Lifetime movies, so our creative team took the lead on scripting the story to make sure it had the same sensibilities and struck all the beats of a Lifetime original movie, from romance to drama to intrigue. There's even a murder. Uh, then KFC added their brand elements, and the cast brought it all to life. Well, A Recipe for Seduction was conceptualized more than 18 months ago. Well, that was even before Yuri met Margo. How long have they been together? 18 months. This was a little over 18 months. But they only just filmed this past October amid strict coronavirus po- uh, protocols. So that, will, again, will be premiering next Sunday, A Recipe for Seduction on Lifetime. And that, my friends, is your world of crazy. Crazy. <laughs> All right. Well, you rounded it out well. There were some gross ones in there, though. It's not that gross. Uh, yes, one of them was. <laughs> and it's not the one with the bodybuilder and the sex doll. All right. <laughs> um, a couple of things we have here that we need to do. Yes. One of which is that we've got a birthday what? that we need to say. I like this is Greg dragging it out because he's turned by the email. And delete you. Um, You're deleted, Greg. 
All right, we need to say this is coming from Jeffrey. Yes. Who asked us to say happy birthday to Alana. It is Alana's birthday today. Alana? What is, Sarah, what is going Don't on? Don't ruin a birthday. Computer. Come on, there, there's not, this is the mm. year of a pandemic, and your one job right here was to play that birthday song. What? Sarah. I mean, it's Alana's birthday. She's sitting here waiting right Alana, now. Alana, I am sorry. It's okay. her moment. I know that you're more patient Jeffrey than Greg spent, is. Jeffrey emailed in wanting us to make Jeffrey sure not to did. ruin this I birthday. I know, and you're ruining it. So and why now don't we're you supposed like to ruin this... everything. Happy birthday, oh, Alana. Oh, my God. For the... God! Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. It's 2020, am I right? I'm sorry, Alana. I'll just apologize on behalf of... You shut your mouth. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And seriously, thank you to, to the troop for... For the uh, Christmas trees and everything, go visit yeah, you them. Forty fifth and Powell. Forty fifth and Powell. They are awesome, and uh, and yeah, go. go they really and the scouts help really you. Like, yeah, like it's cool. They carried the tree to the car. Like just was... in case anybody's wanting to, it's scouts. It's it's all inclusive. So boys, girls, everybody's which is in the super troop. rad. Yeah. I would have yeah. absolutely wanted to be a scout. Well, I mean, I was a Girl Scout, but you know, you don't get to do the same like cool stuff. Like they get to go on all sorts of like camping adventures and oh, hiking, yeah. like more physical. Yeah, and we just made, like, and we sewed stuff. Troop 351. Corner 45th and Powell. Get your Christmas tree. Get your Christmas tree. All right, thank you, everybody, for tuning in to Final Point Radio. We appreciate it greatly. We are live every weekday, 9 a.m. Pacific, noon Eastern. Wait, not 9 a.m. Pacific. Wait, what is what? going on? Oh, I just you? did the wrong. Like, oh, oh, my God. Circuiting? I just went back to. <laughs> that's a whole different show that doesn't exist anymore. Sorry. <clears throat> Let me correct that. <laughs> Thanks for finding our podcast. Hit subscribe, share the show, let other people know about it. Become a member of the Supporters Club. Great way to support Fun Employment Radio. The other thing I was going to mention is Two Box Media, TWO Box Media. Um, we've got our website, twoboxmedia.com. But um, for everybody who's been following us on Facebook and YouTube and Twitter, even if it just takes you a second to go there follow and maybe set up a notification for our live videos we do appreciate it we're getting something launched off the ground it takes a lot of work and none of it is possible without you <laughs> yeah. we really uh, really really appreciate it if you can just take a second and go follow us on those it's TWO Box Media follow it share the show yeah yeah and uh, we're going live every Monday and Friday 10am um, Pacific is when we'll be live with those but then we'll have other videos that go up as well um all kinds of stuff. And then also tomorrow morning. Tomorrow morning, I will be live on Coin 6 here out of Portland, Oregon. And uh, that is, it's CBS and CW. So it's both of those. But you can watch that on Channel 6. Awesome. Or you can also watch it online. And I'll share that out from my Twitter account, at Greg Nibbler. So I'll be on there tomorrow. Perfect. Talking about some new tech stuff. Woohoo. Yeah. All right, you got it all out? Yeah, I think so. Good job. Yeah, I think the internet lasted through the show. Oh, that earthquake didn't happen. Thank Again. God. Uh, real quick, one more thing, though. I have something else very special for everybody. So, on the Fun Employment Radio Network, yes. there is also the Mark and Todd cast. Yes. And we have a brand new episode for you today. And for those who are members of the Supporters Club, you get to hear it here first. Because we're going to play it right after this episode. It's actually almost loaded up. And... Uh, and it's with a special co-host, 
because Mark was out this week. Oh. So Todd has a guest co-host. And you should follow the Mark and Todd cast wherever you get your podcasts. Hit subscribe to them. And so this is the exclusive for you. Here it is coming awesome. up on Fun Employment Radio. <laughs> Thanks, everybody. We love you. Bye.